Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Good day. (laughs) That just sums it all up. Sums it all up. Good Good day. day. Well, they could be listening to this at night. Okay. Well, it's still a day. Still a day. It could be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's all days. Good secular music. Secular music. Whatever day. I'm not singing the song. Some of y'all know what she's talking about. Anyway. Anywho. Welcome back to Doug. And Renee. Married life. life. Yes. So glad to have you join us for this edition of our (laughs) podcast. Yes. Whoo. It's mid-May. Cannot believe it already. It is May. If you're listening to this, the week we um, make it available to you, it is mid-May. This year is flying by fast flying by we're gonna do a podcast on your revelation of time Ooh, ooh! i'm gonna have to go and, back and study some more on and that. how that how that relates to marriages and procrastination and ooh. getting things right Ooh, sound like we're gonna be in the book of ecclesiastes and in the book of revelation the book of revelation or we could yes. do it from the book of eli okay moving right along <laughs> Don't mess people up. People may not know that's not a book in the Bible, Uh, y'all. It was just a movie. It was a Denzel movie. Lord Jesus, he adding books to the Bible. But we are, okay, coming back, coming back. Since we are still talking about prayer, and this week's prayer will be on... Conflict resolution. Conflict resolution. Ooh, oh God, do we need that? Because conflict is inevitable in marriage. It is. It's inevitable... Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody faces conflict sometime within them, their own self. <laughs> Internal conflict. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And isn't then Paul say when I went, would do good, evil, evil is present. Yeah. That which I would do, I don't do. And that which I don't do, I do. And all that good stuff. Yes. Yeah, Where so. that scripture at? <laughs> Uh, I'll get it for you next week. Okay. <laughs> and put you on the spot. <laughs> I'll get it for you next week. It's in the Bible it's somewhere. It's in the Word. You it's know in it's in the Word. But I will have it for you next week. That which I do. Yeah, yeah, that scripture. So we're, we're praying for a conflict resolution. And um, like you said, conflict's inevitable. Whether it's at your workplace, in your house, um, internally, you'll be internally internal have internal conflict excuse me and i i want to talk about myself for a second i want to talk about the silent conflict Mm. um again this is just me um i can't talk about anybody else only talk about me so sometimes you can have conflict with your spouse and one they may not even be aware of it because Mm. they're just going on about their business and you're just thinking, I'm mad. Sometimes you have conflict and you just know something's off in your house, mm-hmm. right? You just know something's off. But for me, and again, I'm just talking about me the last week or two, I was I was having internal conflict and I was having conflict with you, Renee, and you didn't know it. And um, That's good. 
<laughs> I don't I don't do conflict, y'all. That works for me. <laughs> I was I was mad and frustrated and my flesh was talking to me about, you know, Renee's not doing this and you're not doing that and you said this or you didn't say that and my flesh was just going at it. And I think one of the things I've learned in the last few years is when my flesh gets starts getting, you know, and there's an uprising in my flesh, I call a fast. And I shout out to uh, Lady B. Um, got that from her. So I uh, called a fast, my own personal fast. Uh, again, I think you knew I was on the fast, but I don't think you knew why. <clears throat> and uh, Oh, I had an idea. Because <laughs> your flesh starts, flesh starts, there's an uprising of your flesh. And, and your flesh will start telling you, well, you need to say this and you should say that. And sometimes, you know, it may be true, but you need to get your flesh under subjection before you have these conversations because with your spouse, because sometimes it j- it's just that your flesh It's not anything spiritual. It's mm-hmm. just my flesh wanting what my flesh wants. Yeah. So uh, went on a fast uh, for three days, a biblical fast. Uh, for those of you who are out there, you know, listening to us, um, however you want to dis- describe a biblical fast, but fasting from food ultimately it was mm-hmm. what it came down to. And then, you know, things started getting better, and but they wasn't where I needed it, where I felt um, it should be. Our marriage, our communication, our conflict. And, and again, Renee didn't know it was just something off in our house. And it was me. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I was like, flesh, you're going to get under subjection. And I started talking to my flesh and, you know, started reading the word. And uh, there's a couple of books I've been reading and uh, helping the men out on Saturdays in the husband's class. And I just had to get my flesh where it should be, which is off the throne, because my flesh was telling me, I need, I need, I should have, I this, I that. And yeah. and the Bible tells us that in our flesh dwelleth no good thing. Yeah, yeah. And so I also, during this time, um, I was reaching out to a, a fellow uh, husbander in the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's traveling down the path that, you know, I've already, we've already gone down. And I was encouraging him. And I told him the same thing I just told you all. He was telling me, you know, things are going on in his marriage. And I said, you're going to have to call a fast. You need to go on a fast. Because he was saying, you know, this, that, and the other is going on in his marriage. And he was like, I know it's my flesh. And I said, if you know it's your flesh, call a fast. And have this fast before you say anything to your wife. Um, Go on a fast, pray, and ask the Lord, you know, what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. Because we all know our flesh, you just want to pop off sometime and just say it the way you want to say it and how you want to say it, when you want to say it. But if you want your spouse to receive what you're saying, then you need to say it in in love. And so I don't know if he took my advice. I know I did. And um, the things I thought I needed to say to my wife, who's sitting right next to me, I didn't say a word. Uh, Lord never told me to say anything, and you Won't know. Won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> I 
to God be the glory. <laughs> and you know I'm, what? I'm trying to be serious over here. You're like, won't he do it? <laughs> Man, that's a praise on my lips. And some people, I mean, that's a testament to the fact that sometimes we think we need to fight our own battles. Mm-hmm. We think we need to say something. Mm-hmm. We think we need to um, express how we feel or what's bothering us. Get it off your chest. And sometimes that's actually not true. The Lord will truly fight your battles. And by you going on a fast and praying and studying, and God knows I certainly pray for our marriage all the time, not just for you, but for me as well, Mm -hmm. for God to help me bridle my tongue. And God will turn things around where... You don't need to say a word to anybody but God. You don't need to say anything to your spouse. Now, that's not saying that you shouldn't communicate mm-hmm. if you have a disagreement or if something is bothering you, but you should definitely seek God first and see if this is a battle that you need to, you know, yeah. duke out, you know, kind of goes along the saying, pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Ask the Lord to tell you which battles to pick. Yeah. God, do I need to say anything to my spouse about this? So when I say, won't he do it? I'm just saying, you know, God will fight your battles for you. And sometimes you don't need to say anything. And it wasn't as if you changed or you did something different in that time frame. You didn't change. You didn't do anything different. It's just how my perception. Because mm-hmm. of... I'm, I'm just wonderful. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> my perception of... Things changed. And so that's what I was trying to tell uh, my fellow, well, that's what I told my fellow co-husbander in the <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I was like, your perception will change when you go on the fast. And then you'll be able to hear from the Lord, you know, more clearly about what you should say, how you should say it, and when you should say it. Yeah, because the enemy has a way of making it look like something is not. And... He'll he'll blow it up, make mm-hmm. the picture, enlarge it, and make it look like, wow, Renee really isn't doing X, Y, Z, which would camouflage mm-hmm. what Renee is doing. Yeah. Um, it kind of goes to the 80-20 rule. A lot of people have uh, problems with their spouse, and they're focusing on the 20% of the things that they don't do, and they're not focusing on the positive or accentuating the positive, the 80% of what they do do. Mm-hmm. And they so, do do. Th- yeah, they do do. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have to put that flesh under subjection. And at the same time, when you do that, you're hushing the enemy. Sometimes the enemy is the inner me. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes you have to hush the voices in your own head to say, you know what? I'm shutting everything down. All I want to hear from is God. And you know that God is the truth. You know God's word is true. So what God tells you is going to be the truth of the matter. Um, Everything else is a lie. And so focusing on what God tells you to focus on always makes the situation better. And you can see the truth of the matter and the positive in the situation. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? (laughs) Hallelujah. Can I get an amen in podcast land? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that's what that was my um, uh, revelation in the past week. And I don't have a revelation, but I'm not sitting here innocent. 
Um, I certainly have my moments where I have the same dilemma that you have, the conflict, you know, Doug's not doing this or Doug is doing this, and should I say anything and go on a fast and pray? Uh, Doug's more of a faster than I am. I'll I'll keep it 100 with you. Um, but I know when God tell me to fast, I'm like, okay, that's God. Because <laughs> I know it's not Renee Tuller saying to turn her plate down. That must be the Lord. And so... No, you um, got to say the Lord. The Lord. Yes. <laughs> The Lord. And so, um, but I would certainly pray and say, you know, God, I'm I'm feeling some kind of way. Can you help me in this situation? Um, And sometimes the Lord would tell me, shh, be still, be quiet, don't say a thing. Sometimes I'll speak when I'm not supposed to. Mm -hmm. And God would say, I told you to shush. That's why the conversation didn't go well. So it's so important in conflict in marriage that you have a conversation with God and ask God to order your steps and even order your stops, to order your words and even tell you when you should be quiet, when you should speak and when you shouldn't speak. And if you're following the lead of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit says, don't say anything, trust me, God will make the situation better for you. He can do a whole lot better than than we can do with a situation. And if he tells you to speak, ask him when, what should I say? How should I say it? And it always ends up better. Anytime I was out of order or disobedient, the conversation went left. And for those people who are not in the United States, that's not a good thing. (laughs) If something goes left, that's not good. Um, And so I just want to encourage you all, as Doug just mentioned, and just piggybacking off of him, to seek God because conflict is inevitable. But how you resolve it, because that's the important thing. You want to resolve conflict. You don't want to have unresolved conflict in your marriage because then it festers, it grows, it, and then you get it gets buried with more conflict and more conflict, and then you have so much stuff that you got to dig out, and you don't want it to turn into a root of bitterness. So it's important to deal with conflict, but how you deal with conflict is important. And first and foremost, you should always seek God as your wise counsel for how to resolve a conflict in your marriage. And I'm sorry, I was going to say, and we're going to pray before we uh, pray for. For your marriage. Okay. Before we pray, I just want to, uh, to the single people, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you what not to do. But I would be very cautious before I married someone if I did not, if we didn't experience conflict. Because you need to know how that person is going to respond um, when there's conflict. Are they going to shut down and walk out and, you know, shut you out for the next three or four days or a week and, you know, things like that. You just need to know how people respond in different areas of life, if at all possible. And, you know, if you're single, you're listening to me, you're like, hey, we've never had a problem. And, you know, I don't know what y'all talking about, but we over here peaches and cream right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just keep living, as my mama would say. 
And <laughs> but um, just I'll, again, I'm not telling you not to get married. I'm not telling you to get married. But I, I would say see how someone responds in a situation where there's conflict. And that, that'll give you a lot. That, that'll tell a lot. And so the scripture is Romans 7, 19 uh, through 25. This is Paul saying for the King James Version, for the good that I would, for the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Uh, so seven nineteen through 25, and it says, now I do that which I would not. It is no more I that do, but sin that dwelleth in me. I then find a law that I would, when I would do good, evil is present with me. And so it goes on to uh, verse 25. And we just, again, we've said this from day one. If we quote scripture, we just want to show you in the Bible where it's at. So we're going to pray for conflict right now. And so if you have your spouse, if your spouse is near and dear, if they're not, uh, we're just going to touch and agree in the spirit. Uh, if you're single and you're there with your your honey and your fiance or your, your boo or whoever, your whoever, whatever, we just want to pray for a conflict resolution. Amen. So if you want to, all hearts and minds are in. And so, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you. For everything you've done for us, for this is the day that you made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. This is what you commanded us to do. This is the assignment you've given us, is to speak about and to pray for conflict resolution. So we just lift up, first and foremost, the marriages of those who are listening to this podcast. We know conflict is inevitable, inevitable because two are becoming one. And it, and that becoming, that is a process, that is iron sharpeth iron, and it causes friction. But we pray right now that your Holy Spirit will dwell within that house and comfort that house and let them know that it's a process. It is a godly process. You, you created marriage. There's no plan B. There's no option B. You created marriage, and all things you created are great and perfect. But we know we are two imperfect people living in a perfect union that you created. So we pray that we look to you. You said, if any man lack wisdom, let him come at, come and ask of you. So we just pray for wisdom on how to talk to our wives, how to talk to our husbands. And Father, if we need to go on a fast, let us give us the wisdom and the encouragement and the strength to go on a fast, a, a biblical fast, so that we can get our flesh under subjection and do what you called us to do, which is be the priest of the home for the husbands. And so we thank you. We know no good thing dwell within us. And so we know it's in you. We live, move, and have our being. And everything we do, we do in you. So we just want to touch and agree in the in the spirit with all the husbands and wives that are listening to this podcast. Even though their marriage may seem to be on shaky ground, we, we call it stable right now in the name of Jesus. Name we call Jesus. it stable. We speak peace into that home right now. Peace, peace, peace. Let there be peace in that home. Holy Spirit, you are a comforter and you can comfort us in any situation we may be experiencing, whether it's death, life, whatever, in between, you can give us comfort. And so we just thank you, Father. We thank you that 
every good and perfect gift come down from above. So we just pray for the homes right now. We bind conflict. We don't we know conflict is inev- inevitable, and so we just thank you for giving us wisdom, Father. Let us speak to our wives in love. Let us speak to our husbands in love, and we just bind um, taking it out on the children and taking it out on each other. We just thank you, and we just touch and agree that all things will happen in due season, in due time, and it is well. We just speak it is well in each and every house that's listening to this podcast and we just thank you for it. And Father, we just, I touch and agree with my husband, Doug. We know that conflict is inevitable. We know that it's a, a part of life. But we thank you, God, for giving them the tools that they need to resolve the conflict in a godly way. We invite your presence in each and every one of our listeners' homes. We pray for the Holy Spirit, God, to uh, rule and abide in their homes and in their hearts. Help them to speak, God, on things that are lovely, pure, honest, just, and of a good report. If there be any virtue or praise, help them to think on those things. Help them to speak of those things that are um, pleasing to you, God. Help them to resolve any uh, conflict, any disagreements in a healthy way. God, give them the scriptures, give them the words, encourage their hearts, God. Help them to pray together. Help them to pray for one another, not pray on each other, but to pray for one another. I pray for strength for every wife. I pray for strength for every husband. I thank you for helping them to communicate uh, effectively and efficiently and frequently, God. We bind any walls going up. We bind any any contention, any uh, bitterness, we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, for helping the husbands to love their wives as Christ loved the church. We thank you for the wives honoring their husbands and respecting their husbands, God, and submitting one to another. Father, bless each marriage right now in the name of Jesus and help them to open up the lines of communication. Help them to speak to one another in a way that each other's love language will be receptive, whether it's through physical touch in having a conversation, if it's words of affirmation, if it's quality time, if it's uh, gifts and surprises, God, whatever it is, God, that's going to open up the lines of communications, help them to do it in a way that's effective for their marriage. Not what they heard Doug and I say we do or what they've seen on TV or they've seen someone else do, but what works in their house, help them, God, to be the best husband and wife team that they can be. Father, bless them, God. I Right now, I just bind the spirit of divorce and the spirit of separation uh, because of a conflict, God. I thank you for tearing down walls. I thank you for building up love, respect, honesty, trust, appreciation, God, reuniting them, rekindling the flame and the fire that they once felt when they first got married. God, bless every marriage listening to us, God, on this podcast. We just thank and we praise you for blessing marriages and strengthening them, God, and giving them the tools that they need to resolve any conflict that they may have in their marriage. And we give you praise, glory, and honor, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.